Hey, everybody. Welcome back to the Grow Potential Podcast. I'm Sarah, and I'm with my dad, Dot. He has been leading a church for 40 years, one of the smartest men I know. Oh, thank you. I love partnering and doing this podcast with you. Our big heartbeat is we want to just share how we're growing so that we can grow together and uh, grow into our full potential. Today, we are going to be talking about some game-changing mindsets. We're going to talk about those over the next couple of podcasts, but I do believe that there is a big need right now for peace, peace of mind, peace in the soul, peace in the, the body, and um, I believe if we can get peace right, it's a game changer. So I thought we could kick this podcast off today with uh, you going through in your mind, telling us, sharing with us, what has it been like for you, or what, how do you define peace in your life? I think peace is a, a sense of calm. It's a uh, sense of uh, tranquility. It is a, um, it is the capacity to still my racing mind. Yeah. I love that I have, I get the inside scoop with your life because I'm your daughter and I do, I've been able to see this sense of peace in your life play out in um, not only good times, which is easy, right? But in like some of the hardest moments of our life, I've seen you be this rock and this rock in the kind of way that is a deliverer of peace. Um, I've heard you say probably more than I can count. We'll deal with it if it comes. Um, but we're not going to go to the worst first. No, <laughs> right? we don't want worst first. <laughs> Problem is my mind likes the worst first. <laughs> I like to struggle and think about all the possibilities of what if. Um, but it does rob peace. And so... I'm thinking just a lot about like our younger generation. I'm thinking a lot about um, kids who are really struggling to find peace because they're having a hard time maybe um, dealing with what's going on the inside. I think we have a podcast that we did. I think our very first podcast was on identity because it kind of comes, everything comes and flows from it. So if you haven't listened to that, I highly recommend you go back and take a listen to that. Um, But when I think about keep peace and I think about this younger generation who are just struggling to find themselves, struggling to um, make peace in their own heart, I want to help them. I want to help them connect to something bigger. So when you think about truly trying to find peace within yourself and that's for every generation that is for every generation how what is a starting point for you when you are looking internally to find peace from you for you the important thing is that i accept that the biggest uh reason i don't have peace is about me it's not about other people around me Mm -hmm. The myth is I would have more peace if the people I work with were easier to get along with, if my family understood me better. Okay, none of those things are true. All peace begins by me confronting the fact 
that there are things that I am inclined to that my soul cannot bear. Mm -hmm. An example, uh, I know myself well enough that if I lose my patience and speak rudely to somebody, I'm going to lose my peace. Yeah. I'm going to lose my peace about a half hour after I cool down, and then I'm going to have to struggle to uh, find equilibrium again. Yeah. And that's not about the other person. That's about me having to do the things that my soul can live with. Yeah. And to interrupt the things my soul just cannot live with. I love thinking about it that way because I think too often there are obstacles to peace, which we'll get to in a minute, but I think there are things that can rob us, and that does have to do with external things. But the starting point is internally what you can live with and what you can't. And I do agree, we all have pieces and parts that my sister and I got, we, we got in a silly little fight on Sunday, and I couldn't sleep all night. Um, but my prayer was, God, help me to show her love in a better way because I feel like I didn't, and that robbed me of peace. So I, I try to start out by saying, honestly to God, I believe uh, I've lost my peace because uh, uh, I uh, indulged myself uh, in, uh, in anger in insisting on my own opinion, in, in thinking thoughts I, I shouldn't have permitted myself to think. Okay, dear God, I sacrificed my peace to that. And so before I even start thinking about others, the very first thing I want to think about is, would you please, could this be a growth moment where out of the discomfort of losing my peace, I can, I can be enriched in my inner self so that the next time this comes around, I'm going to respond in a way that's healthy and I, and I stay at peace. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I always think about, I, we have a counselor here at the church, her name's Suzette, and I remember just going to her in a time of turmoil. And um, I said to her, it's like a raging storm is all around, but I want a sense of well-being in the peace or in the chaos i i was like it's like a storm and i just don't want to be thrown around with the waves i want to be solid i want to be solid in the waves and um one of the things that she helped me see was i was putting a lot of things she said imagine as if god was the sun and you're trying to feel the warmth of the sun on your face but you're putting all these obstacles all these things in front of the your view of the sun and so you're longing to feel the heat, but you've got all these things in the way. It's time to start removing some of the obstacles, some of the things that I've put in the way, not just my circumstances. So I do, I think that is very, very healthy. When you think about coming to terms with yourself, what I love that you said, let's, you seek God and you go and you just ask him. I believe inviting God into everything is always going to go better for you <laughs> than not. So when you think about this sense of um, uh, trying to just find peace, there's so much stress, there's so much anxiety, um, you think the starting point is we can rob ourselves of peace because of 
the obstacles or because of the way we're thinking or because of the unhealthy thoughts. Right. So I, I want to say it as plain as I can. My sin, my broken character is the biggest reason I, I, I don't have peace. Mm-hmm. Uh, I also want to say uh, Paul taught us very, very clearly Therefore, being justified by faith, we have peace with God. Mm -hmm. God is a God of peace. I think the word peace is used in the average English Bible about 375 times. Oh, really? Is that incredible? It is. It's incredible. Uh, I I think it's used over 100 and some times just in the New Testament. Mm. So uh, 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 the New Testament calls God a God of peace. But that peace begins with, therefore, being justified by faith, we have peace with God. Uh, My peace with myself begins when I recognize that the things that I have know are wrong about myself that rob me of my peace, Christ is willing to forgive. Yeah. The uh, the rude thing I said, the, the bad thought I thought, uh, the uh, whatever it is that robs me of my peace. Christ came into the world to save sinners. Mm-hmm. Uh, Christ came into the world to forgive me of all those things that make peace impossible. Yeah. So I guess that brings us then to really to truly make peace peace with yourself it's like you got to make peace with God absolutely right yes so how would you start to make peace with God I would acknowledge to God that uh, I have parts of of, there are things about me that I can't live with and I know he can't he doesn't like and I'm going to ask him to forgive me for those things and I'm going to ask for um uh, the Bible puts uh, uh the New Testament puts peace and grace together mm-hmm, often mm-hmm. Uh, th- uh if you uh if you s- do a word search on peace grace often shows up in a lot of the verses with peace and uh i i want to say to god i am dependent on you to treat me better than what i deserve so i can become a man that is pleasing to you yeah yeah i think one of the biggest starting points is sometimes we don't define God in the right way or we don't have a healthy view of who he is and you won't find peace outside of him. You might find momentarily satisfaction or, you know, momentarily, but the long run, the real hurt, the real hunt for peace is only going to come through him and through truly understanding who he is. Not just who people have told you he is or right. what he does and doesn't like, or but really getting into relationship with him. I heard a pastor once say that a lot of times we'll have like the flannel graph view of Jesus. It's like this 2D flat version of who he is. Yeah, I think I know who said that. Oh, do you? <laughs> One of the good ones. Okay, so he so when you think about this idea of who God is, I think there's so many broken views on who he is. Can you just share with us who's God to you? So in this context, uh, the, uh, the New Testament calls him the God of peace. Mm-hmm. Uh, 
the uh, uh, Jesus himself said, um, blessed are the peacemakers, for they will be called the sons of God. That's right. There's something about God that is innately and infinitely peaceful. Yeah. And when, uh, when we draw on that peace of God, uh, uh, we become uh, more fully the children of God. Mm -hmm. So I believe uh, chaos, uh, there is no rest for the wicked. That's what the scripture tells us. Mm -hmm. Uh, but I believe that uh, there is great peace and joy in believing that at the core of God's nature, he is a God of peace. Yeah. That he's good, that he's loving, that he's generous, that there is a life for you outside of the chaos that surrounds you and the chaos that's within you. That's right. I, I, uh, tonight it's our midweek service, um, this video is going to go out next week, but it's our midweek service, and I just want to help people redefine who God is. Absolutely. I just want them to get the, the a better starting point because, listen, if I don't trust somebody, I'm not going to find peace in them. No. And I think oftentimes one of the biggest obstacles to peace or trusting in God is you have a hard time understanding why. You have a hard time understanding the diagnosis or the death or the loss or um, the pain that you're experiencing. And over and over and over in the Bible, you are going to see that n no one escapes that, right. not even Christ himself. No. And so there is a rhythm of our life that's going to have pain, that is going to have hurt, but it leaves a lot of people with the question of why. Could you speak into that? So it's often uh, impossible to answer the question why. Mm -hmm. So I try to, instead of saying to God, why did this happen? I like to say to God, for what purpose? Ooh, I like that. I, I, I like to say to God, I am confused in this moment. I'm not really sure what your agenda is. This didn't happen the way I expected. And, uh, I would like to understand more deeply for what purpose is this happening? What are you, uh, what are you at work doing mm -hmm. uh, to uh, uh, stand me up before uh, Christ on that great day without spot and without blemish? Uh, what are you doing? Is this your way of redirecting me? Mm -hmm. uh, is this moment of confusion you saying, I want you to stop and... Uh, I'm going to redirect you. Mm. So why is very hard to answer, but for what purpose? And really, if I can get the purpose, then uh, the why kind of falls in line. Yeah, I love, it's a subtle shift, right? It's yeah. a subtle shift of the mindset. And it's a mindset not on why, but on What's the purpose? That is good. I love that. What a tool. I love that. That is really great. Because I do think there is purpose in the pain. I do too. And I do believe that we are rarely delivered from it, but we're often delivered through it, right? Right. And Sarah, I want to add, uh, I have known 
internal peace when uh, 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 life was It didn't insane, make sense, right? yeah. Uh, I, in some of our family tragedies that have been uh, uh, externally uh, very difficult, I have felt the peace that passes understanding guard my heart and guard my mind. Yeah. Uh, so uh, even if I'm confused on the outside, I can find peace on the inside. What is a, so I think there's, there's signals that go off, like I'm losing my peace, I'm not feeling it, I'm sick, I'm not sleeping. Like we have flags of, you know when you don't have peace. Yes. Easy to spot. So what is, what is one way that you redirect? What is one way? I love the figuring it out, the purpose of it. I love that. But what is like in those family moments where externally something you can't, like we were talking, you can't control a car accident. No. You can't control um, diagnosis. Like you can't control those things. So what happens when it starts to rob you of that? Where do you find peace? in the middle um okay i just want to be brutally honest sometimes it's a lot easier than other times for sure uh, sometimes the grace of god just calls me I into the uh still waters and the green pastures mm -hmm. but my guess is you were probably seeking him yes right so uh you will keep him in perfect peace whose mind is stayed on you because he trusts in you. Mm -hmm. So trust in him. I yeah. try to um, I try to turn that from uh, uh, just a statement into I, I'm presenting myself to God and saying I'm going to stop focusing on myself because I'll never find peace. R reminding <laughs> myself that I did this wrong and I said that wrong and I should have uh, been here. Or and, uh, in trying to control, yeah. right? Trying to control the outcome. Right. So I say to God, I'm, tr I'm shifting my attention from myself to yourself. Mm -hmm. uh, I'll never be at peace as long as I keep playing this tape over and over mm -hmm. and over. So um, we are uh, students of the Westminster Confession. I was going to bring that up God. earlier, yeah. And... Uh, when I want to turn my thoughts on God, uh, I have a little book. Mm -hmm. you, you have a little book. You gave me a little book. And it's the Westminster Confession definition of God broken up into statements with Bible verses. And uh, if I can't get on track by just thinking, I get out that little book and I start thinking about who God is. I start reading the verses that go with it because uh, that's where the peace is. Yeah. You will keep him in perfect peace whose mind is stayed on you. Right, right. So it's shifting from the self mindset to the God mindset, yeah. right? Yeah. Of it's not just about me, but it's about him. It's not about my unfaithfulness. It's about his faithfulness. Mm -hmm. It's not about my lack of grace. It's about his great grace. Mm -hmm. It's not about my failure in mercy. It's about it, it, his mercies are new every morning. That's right. Like, in our failure, he does pick us up. In our weakness, he does make us stronger. And he is the sense and the source of peace. Yes, he is. And to find the true peace mindset is to be thinking, to be praying, to be 
taking little notes and putting it in books. I'll see if in our notes we can um, link the Westminster Confession in there so that if you are interested, you can go and take a piece, a peek at that. Okay, I want to talk about one more thing that has the opportunity to rob us of uh, peace. And I think for a lot of us, it's busyness. It's, um, it's distraction. It's never having the moment of taking that breath, taking the, the rest that you need. I love, I think in one of our podcasts or somewhere down the line, you told me, I, oh, maybe it was in an interview we did a long time ago. I had asked what is one piece of advice you would give to the younger generation coming up. And you said something so simple, but you said, take your vacation. Because you said you used to grind and just skip it and not take it. And that was one of the things you would have changed if you could go back. Yes, I would. Why? Uh, God teaches us some things by example, not by statements. Mm -hmm. In the Old Testament, they had three week-long festivals mm -hmm. every year. And what was God saying? God was saying, work is important, but your life is about more than work. Yeah. And they would have week-long festivals where uh, families and friends would get together. You would eat a, a big meal together. Uh, you would share time together. Uh, we think we've done something awesome <laughs> when we take off an extra uh, Monday after yeah. the 4th of July or something. <laughs> yeah. uh, and I don't believe God created us for that kind of, uh, um, in fact, he created us to live in a garden, not <laughs> in a, yeah. uh, a machine shop. And it's the world is shrinking. I think, especially in my life after COVID, what happened was it's harder for me to not have my phone right next to me. Like the people can reach me 24-7, you text, I'll respond sometimes. <laughs> um, and the world shrinks. Like, But I remember being a little girl and I'd go home and there was no computer. There was no cell phones. You could turn off to some degree. And, and we still can. Yeah. I, I, Speak into it, please. Okay, we still can. I... Uh, uh, I didn't return your call last night. My phone died. Uh, sorry. <laughs> uh, but I, yeah, don't, yeah, uh, yeah. I don't allow, when I'm having uh, meetings, I never answer my phone. Yeah. I think people answering their phone in a meeting is uh, a total lack of self-control, and it's a bit of an insult to everybody else in the room. Mm -hmm. Whatever's on this phone is more important than this meeting. Mm -hmm. Uh, when I'm doing a, a study, I don't have my phone on. The phone is only a tool. Something bad happened when the phone became the uh, boss. Yeah. I think that this is one of my biggest peace robbers. Is I We talk a lot about block timing and I'll block out study time or I'll block out time for different ministries because when you lead the church, it's a it's, you're kind of involved in a little bit of everything. And so what will happen is something will pop up. It'll be a text message, or and it, it'll, it can easily rob me 
instead of maybe throwing my phone on airplane mode during that time or um, texting the kids and saying, if you need anything, daddy's got you. Um, I, I will let this little contraption rob me of peace more than I can even say. And so I do love the idea, although I have to work on it, <laughs> of not letting this control you. Like, this is not your boss. This is not who See, we report to. I personally think it's a mistake to have your phone in your hand all the time. Yeah. Uh, you are creating an environment that is, uh, in my opinion, uh, counterproductive. Uh, we can always return a call. We can always return a text message. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I think with this new age, though, like this has become my office. So my email, my editing, my my Bible, <laughs> my it has become a little bit of everything. Um, okay, so we are we are having a game changing mindset. We are peacemakers, and we have a peace mindset. It starts within and saying, what is going on that you have let robbed you of peace? What, has, what do you need to move out of the way so you can feel the heat, the love, the affection of your God who is there ready and waiting for you? Uh, it starts to turning to him, to making peace with him and saying that he is good, he is bigger, and he is a God of peace. And if you are searching for it, you will find it in him. And then the obstacles of peace, we, we switch from why to what's the purpose. And we hold on to this big idea. Christ, the God of peace, the God of peace will soon crush Satan's head under your feet. <laughs> my God of peace is my partner in overcoming the one who is chaotic, the one who is angry, the one who is mean, the one who is vicious, the God of peace is my partner in overcoming him. And he gets it. He knows. He yes. was here. He's lived without sin. But man, does he get it. Yes. He gets it. I really hope that you enjoyed this podcast. I'm excited for this Game Changing Mindset series. Um, we will continue next month. We would like to invite you, if this has been helpful, if this has been interesting, if you could share it, share it with a friend, share it with a loved one, um, maybe like, maybe subscribe, and check out our church, ChristChurchOhio.org. We have some killer sermon series coming up over the next couple months, and we hope you have a wonderful week, and seek peace.